Hey, it's Mike Schaefer, and I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast venture I am doing with Podcast House Media. And essentially, we are going to take you inside the wonderful and wacky world of the Nebraska sports media for 10 episodes this summer, every Thursday night, starting on June 22nd. We will have me as your host. Unfortunately, you're going to get a lot of me. But we're going to have a different guest from the Nebraska media each week with the idea being, let's introduce you to the people that produce the content that you read all year round as you try to get your Nebraska Cornhuskers coverage. Most of this will be focused on football, but we're going to have media guests from all parts of the spectrum. We're going to have those that are largely print media. We're going to have those that are traditional TV media. And of course, we're going to have all the wonderful crossovers and everything in between. And what we want to do here is sort of introduce you, the listeners and the viewers and the readers and everything else to who these individuals are and how they got to be in the Nebraska media. And then we're going to have some conversations just about what it's like uh, with the Nebraska media. For, for some people that have been there a long time, they can remember the days where only about four or five people were standing around the head coach on a Thursday before a football game was to be played in the, the coming days. And that has really changed. It's exploded uh, in the time that I've been doing it. I've been a Nebraska media member essentially since 2009 when I started with the Daily Nebraskan covering the team and have continued that. And I've seen the evolution and changes throughout the Nebraska media. So I feel like this is an opportunity to kind of dive into some of those conversations, give you a little inside look as to what it's like for the media over there. And you know, just go get some stories. And with that being said, a little special treat for you here on this, oh, I don't know, we'll call it a teaser episode. We're going to welcome in a member of the Nebraska media, maybe stretching it slightly, <laughs> slightly. But who better to begin this podcast venture with than a little quick interview with our friend, Jack Mitchell. Jack, how are we doing? Well, I'm great. I'm really excited for this podcast. Uh, it was something that I've, I remember I was at Hy-Vee one day and you texted me about it. I'm often at Hy-Vee, the Hy-Vee you don't like, but I like. The bad Hy-Vee. Yeah. I was just I, there on Friday. It was okay. It was, it was, I was having another great experience there. And then I got a text from you and you were just sort of talking about this idea. And I said, Hey, I, uh, I think down the road, we're going to, we're going to, you know, try and do a new venture where we, uh, are, are hosting some more podcasts and I knew I love the idea because I know there is a for for better or for worse there is a real deep interest in the media members that cover Nebraska sports um, and there are a lot of questions a lot of sort of uh, stories that go along with it as well and so I heard the idea and I was like that's a great idea and so yeah I'm I'm, I'm really excited not only to hear the podcast, but especially some of the people like I've never heard you on the same mic with before. I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I mean, that was a lot of it for me and, and not to give away the guest list because that'll be coming. But a lot of it for me was to find people that I haven't had the opportunity to really kind of share a, uh, a media space with. And so almost everyone that's going to be uh, in this 10 episode season that'll run leading right up to the start of Nebraska football season are all people that I really have not had that opportunity to, to kind of, you know, coexist. So I'm going to have the chance to learn from some of them. Some of them 
I grew up reading when I was a kid. Some of them joined just within the last couple of years and I might know their name, but I don't know much more about them. So it's an opportunity for me to learn right along there uh, with the listener. And so just a, you know, a little bit of a preview of what you can expect on the Hey Coach, It's Blank podcast. Jack, when did you first like really sort of get into coverage of Nebraska football? Like, was it, you know, you, I believe you moved to Nebraska, uh, to, to Lincoln when you were younger. I mean, I, I know you, you obviously follow the team and all of that, but were you like someone who would, who would read the journal star, uh, sports section every morning? Like, are there, are there certain sports writers that you remember sitting yeah. at the kitchen table with your bowl of cereal or your pop tart or your ego waffle that you remember reading and pouring over what they were writing about in 1986? 100 percent 1986 is the year oddly enough you got that right that i moved to lincoln uh, i was nine years old we lived in in south dakota where i grew up but my parents were from the lincoln or lancaster county area so my dad got a job back here and we moved we moved back here um but we were i was a nebraska fan thanks to my dad prior to that and so you know i remember coming here because all the extended family was here and watching I remember watching the the Orange Bowl after the 83 season, the drop two-point conversion, all these games uh, leading up here. But, yeah, we, we, we moved here, and so I was already, like, at I, – I remember the LS – not even earlier than 1983, the 82 – the bowl game after the 82 season, if I have that number right, was an, an LSU, a game against LSU. I remember that game. I would have been – I think five years old and I remember it. Oh. Um, and so it'd have been six years after that. And so I, I kind of had a pedigree of a super fan and we moved here in 1986 and my, uh, my, my dad was going to graduate school then here and he got season tickets along with graduate school, which he was very excited to do. And he, he said to me, he was like, I'll take you. This is crazy. He said, I'll take you to two games every year. And your mom will go to the rest with me. So I got to go to two games every year, but I convinced him somehow to allow me to have the first pick in which game that I went to. And so in 1986, my first game was the Oklahoma game because that was my first pick as a Oklahoma, an Oklahoma hating nine-year-old at the time. Palpable buzz probably leading into that contest. Yes, it was, it was, it was, yes, it was very significant. Nebraska were all red in that game, got their hearts broken by Keith Jackson and Brian Bosworth. That was my second game ever. My other game that year felt happened to be Oregon. Uh, so I, my first two games were Nebraska, Oregon and Nebraska, Oklahoma, which they went one and one in. Um, but as I got older, to answer your question, a hundred percent, uh, with what you're asking. When I was in high school, and I think a lot of people in my generation did this, I to, to like give myself something to look forward to in the morning to get me out of bed, I created a routine in the morning that I enjoyed, that I was excited to actually do. And so I remember when I was about 16, my mom, this is sounds ridiculous, but my uh, my mom stopped restricting me because I could get my own cereal from eating like really sugary cereal. So I would get your cinnamon toast crunch. I'd get your lucky charms. I get because it used to be like straight up Cheerios, and my dad had grape nuts, which is like gravel. Uh, so I would I would get like the really sugary cereal when I about when I turned 16. 
I would pour, I would just put the box down, pour a whole bowl first, you know, first thing, uh, put milk in it. And then I would get the, I'd get the paper off the front deck those for, or the front porch. That was the first thing I did. And then I just spread that sport page out, sports page out in front of me. And I gave myself enough time every morning to eat multiple bowls of cereal, read the entire sport, like the entire sport. I'm not kidding, Mike, the entire sports, sports page. That includes obviously the front page with all the articles about the Huskers, but that you remember the box page, uh, box score page on the second page, which had all the baseball box scores would have like the results from like the bluffs run dog races. It would have like the results from the Al Hawthorne slow pitch league in Lincoln, um, like the, the batting average league, uh, league leaders in major league baseball, the bowling read, scores out of the, the alleys, the bowling scores out of the alleys. I read that whole, I read every word of that thing from when I was, you know, probably 14, 15 all the way. I remember doing that even the summers I was back from college, I would do that same thing. It was just like this routine for me. It was just hammering cereal and reading the entire sports page. And so, yeah, a hundred percent. Like, so I remember, you know, reading Sipple and Kurt McKeever and, um, you know, John Mabry. And I mean, I can go. So I, it was all the journal star then I did never get the world Herald. In, in fact, it was when I did it at first, it was the journal and star. So we got the, the morning, the star, the afternoon was the journal. So you either got one or the other, but I got the, the Lincoln star at the time. And yeah, read the entire thing. And so I grew up with that. And then, you know, I, I, I think what's cool about this podcast too, is if anybody's ever listened to my radio show, like I, I sort of grew up, you know, fascinated with people in the media. Like they were, they were the local celebrities, um, you know, new, even news TV. So Mel Mains and Ken Shimmick, who's, who did the weather, right? Um, Deb Collins, who's, who's his wife. I can tell you the sports guys from that time, Jeff Schmall and Dick Janda and all of these names from local media, they became like my, for whatever reason, they became my celebrities for me. And so I think it's, it's really cool that I, I like, so I like kind of get it. I get it. Even though I'm part of the media now, I kind of get the fascination and the interest that goes along with it. Um, I don't think it's weird. I think it's, I would have done the same thing. And so I like the idea that you've got for this whole thing. Perfect. Uh, that's exactly what we wanted to, to, to get for a lead in there. So let's, let's dive into a few questions I have about your, uh, your experience with, with coverage. And I don't know that people always know this, but on your radio show, you get coaches. I don't know if I would say regularly, but you have access to them. Uh, and have interviews with the coordinators or the head coach from time to time. Um, and so you, you've got experience, you know, interviewing and talking with these individuals. What I'm curious about, though, have you ever had to attend a press conference for Nebraska Athletics? Like, have you ever been at a press conference? Yeah, I did. When I first, I mean, when I first started my job, I started in 2006 at KLI and doing the morning show. And... um and eventually shortly after that, John Bishop became my co-host and he was the sports director and he would go to all the press conferences. And I started going with him just because that was, that was something I was interested in. I wanted to do. And so right smack dab in the Callahan era was my beginning of that. So I went to several of the Callahan press conferences. I asked Ndamukong Sue questions. 
at press conferences. I don't know that I needed to, Mike. I mean, I really, I'm not sure exactly what the purpose of that was, right. other than fulfilling something that I wanted to do at the time. I I went to the games and I sat in the press box from about 2007 to 2011. That seems like a terrible idea for you. Yeah, and it was. It really was. I usually had to excuse myself. If you remember, they used to have a like a balcony that was on the Mm -hmm. let's see on the the north side of the press box that I would I would just go stand on that because I could emote a little bit more. (laughs) Um, And so I would go I would go watch the games over on that balcony. I I watched the I watched a bunch of the 2010 loss to Texas right there. In that on that balcony, right as in front good of a view as anybody, could right have in front of there. the Spanish language broadcasters that Texas had brought for that game, and so yeah, and and I realized eventually that that wasn't for me, and it was it was kind of interesting. I I eventually developed the realization that that my role was best being, you know, kind of on the hometown affiliate, being someone who is very obviously biased toward the team because that's who I was. Um, and, and, and talking about it that way and not much, not, not as much someone who was kind of a journalist and that probably should have been true from the beginning or, or that I was aware of in the beginning, but I was just, you know, so excited given what I told you before, I was just so excited about sort of seeing how all of those things worked. Do you have, um, in, in your time interviewing the coaches, have you ever asked a question? that just elicited like an incredibly memorable response from you, either good or bad. Like, just like, uh, Oh wow. I'm never going to forget oh this. My gosh. So because I, for me, like yeah. I, I definitely have those from like Bo Pelini where I just stepped in it um, or, or whatever. And so I, I'm curious because it, you know, you did have that period of time. I do. Yeah. Did, did I, you ever have one that like, it, it leaves your mouth and you're just like, Oh, I don't think I asked that how I wanted. And it clearly yeah. lands with. A so we had a, uh, Bishop and I had a deal where we, it's, it's kind of a funny story, but we got, ex- we were able to acquire a opportunity to interview, uh, assistant coaches on Thursday pra- after Thursday practice. And you'll understand this. The media will understand it. We got a one-on-one interview with an assistant coach after a Thursday practice which was not part of the media scrum. And it, it, it essentially, the funny, the, the funny story about it is it was something that Tom Osborne okayed in exchange. My GM basically negotiated it in exchange for us broadcasting some postseason softball games. <laughs> that's, that's a true they story. Traded, they traded access. So my GM traded. Softball. Yeah. My GM traded postseason like NCAA tournament or, I don't know, maybe, the, I can't remember, one of the years I got to the Women's World College World Series, I can't remember exactly, but my GM talking with Osborne's people basically said, hey, we're going to do this, but we need something in return. I want Jack and John to be able to have an exclusive interview every week with the assistant coaches when fall comes. And Osborne said yes. So Tom Osborne okayed this. So John and I had during the Pelini era, I want to say like 09, 10, 11 maybe, or 10, 11, 12, I can't remember exactly the years. So we had that. So we got to go in. So I went to post the post practice scrum only on those days, only on those Thursdays. Um, and it was at the stadium at first, and then it was over at the the indoor practice facility, kind of after that. But one of the early years, 
I remember I talked to remember Mike Eckler. He was oh, yeah. the uh he was the a ball linebacker. of energy that was Mike Eckler. Yeah, he was a linebackers coach. And yep. I have I, I had extensive memories of Mike Eckler as a player. Um he was on the Kansas State team. He I yep. think he was from Blair. He was on the Kansas State team and he had become like this sort of like Latimer psycho player from the program type player while he was at Kansas State and and, and Nebraska fans kind of hated him at the time. I think he was a little, I mean, I think he was bothered a bit that he didn't get a scholarship offer from Nebraska and he went to Kansas State. And I I told him this story of the 94 Kansas State game. I was a junior in high school. I drove up to Manhattan and watched this game in person with a couple of my buddies. Um, and I remember Eckler comes up. So Eckler would paint his face like Latimer from the program, like, that was a big thing. I'm, I'm, it had to be influenced by that, that whole thing with the program. And he painted his face black, um, or or like a skull or whatever. And they come out of the. And so I'm sitting in the the stadium, Kansas State game, and he comes out. Eckler comes out, and he runs up to the Husker section of the crowd and like pounds on one of those signs that's like Kansans for Nebraska or something. And he looks like. I mean, he's just he's just like crazy at that time and he was a special teams whiz he made all these big hits on special teams that was kind of what he did and he went down and so first kickoff they kick off to nebraska and and we were yelling back at him obviously we were you know i was you, you can imagine what i was like as a junior in high school when i can't when it when a kansas state player was acting like that they get the first kick i don't know damon benning might have returned and i'm not sure i'd have to go back and look at it but right in front of us where we were sitting on that first kickoff on the return, uh, I can't remember which of the Macavicos it was. I think Jeff just absolutely decleated him on the very first play on the kickoff. And I lost my freaking mind. Like I said, I just screamed from the stands at him and we weren't too far up. And so we were like 50 yards away or I mean like 50 feet away. And I'm I'm just screaming at him. And so back to your question. And so I tell that story to Eckler uh, at standing, standing on a late October night, a Memorial stadium on a Thursday night. And I tell him basically that story. I mean, I edited a little bit in terms of like me completely disliking him. And he's like, he's like, in his response, all he said to me was like, that's not a time in my life. I really like to talk about <laughs> And I was like, I was like, okie dokie. Anyway, what do you think about the uh, what do you think about the game against Baylor this week? Uh, how about that time you got hit by the ball, square in the balls? Do you want to talk about that, Mike? Is that better? Uh, yeah. So uh, there were there were definitely other ones, but that's the that's the very first one that comes to mind. That's wonderful. You have this whole preamble. You lead up to the question, and then you get like a five word response that shuts like, everything down. I thought he was gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I was so crazy during those years. I remember that game. I was so fired up." I thought he was gonna give me like some sort of like an inside story about. He was like, "I don't really like to talk about that." I was like, "Oh, jeez." All right, last thing for you here, Jack. There's so many different media options right now. I mean, you you don't have to work very hard to find coverage of Nebraska football, and you don't have to work you work even less to find analysis of Nebraska football. That's not even, you know, there's analysis all out there that's incredibly well done that's, you know, 
not even what you would consider professional media members with so many options at your disposal. And as someone who generally when the season is on is pretty in tune with all the coverage and everything going on, I know that you say that you try to check out as much as you can, uh, you know, when the season isn't going or you're, you're following the other sports. How do you, how do you go down determining like what, what you want to read? Because I, I think, there becomes as a as a consumer a, a diminishing point of returns. Like you can't read everything, you can't mm-hmm. listen to everything, you can't watch everything. So how like as you go about your normal day and a story breaks, how are you determining which of the four thousand websites you're going to go to to try <laughs> to get your information? It's um, I, I honestly I think now the way that I do that is is the fact that I've got relationships within um, the media and I've got close friends and and i think i probably go to them first just because that's you know you know the people right and you obviously have some kind of an implicit trust for them anyway but i've got trust for all all of the people but you know i i think the the people that i know are are the ones that i go to but man there's a whole bunch of it is hard because i think there are a lot of talented good 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 people that i've known for years you know i've I've known I've known you for probably I've only known you for about seven years yep. at this point, but I've known um, like I've known Sean Callahan for twenty years, twenty plus years. I've known I mean I could go I could go through the Bishop. list on yep. a bit. I've known Bishop for almost twenty years, um, uh, and 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 so I have some re- I have some really good friends, and and so yeah, it's easy, it's fun because I know the people, I trust them. Um, I know that they do a good job. I kind of know their process. And so those are usually the people that I'm going to, but, but yeah, I, I, uh, there, there are certain things I always, I always kind of look for. Like I, I, during the football season, I'm always listening to, uh, the, I'm not doing this to butter you up, but I'm always listening to the Husker 24 seven podcast. Cause I love the chemistry that you, uh, and, and Brian and Brunts have. I, I, I always like to listen to that. I always, you know, I'm always going to see what Sam McEwen has to say when he's talking about the like the notes articles. I always think those are are really good, and I'm probably forgetting a ton of people as well. Yeah, uh, I listen to Josh and John all the time, radio wise. Um, I really, I really like, I like like those guys, but it's it's all of them. I can't quite get, a, I, I can't quite afford a, a paid account to every single uh, site that I need to, but. To, to the extent that I could get to it, I usually consume it. All right. Well, there you have it. This is, as I said, just a little bit of a teaser of what's going to be coming. And we're looking at. Hey, know, we should have done part. a full one. We should. Geez, this was fun. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to take up too much of your time. And I, I you know. If, uh, hey, if you're desperate, if you're desperate later, you know, just call me. Well, I, I still think and this. This shouldn't give anything away. There's still going to be a Jack Mitchell podcast where I'm the host and you're the guest. Yes. So I, I think that, you know, that that could very well take a, care of. It could be a double yeah. <laughs> crossover episode. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. We, we, yeah. we lose. We, we're doing less work then. Yeah. So those are all in the future, but also in the future. And again, starting June 22nd, we will have episodes and there'll be one a week uh, every Thursday night leading up to Nebraska's game against Minnesota. And that will start again June 22nd. Hey, Coach, it's Blank Podcast with Mike Schaefer 
and podcast house media. Uh, so be sure to check out all of that. And, you know, first episode coming up. I'm excited to uh, to dive into it. I think you're going to like the guest lineup. I think you're going to know the names. And I think we're going to have some fun stories that maybe you've heard before. And we're going to uncover some things that nobody's heard before. So that'll be, that's the pitch. That's the pitch. So hopefully you join us once again, June 22nd, first episode. Hey, Coach, it's Blank Podcast. Uh, and we'll jump right into it. So, Jack, appreciate your time, as always. Appreciate you donating. I, I think I said we'd be done in 10 minutes. We're now 25 minutes. That's my this. fault. That's my so, fault. That's, no, that's I'm, how I'm these re- things go. Mike, I'm really excited about the podcast. I'm, I'm interesting. To, I'm really excited to hear you as an interviewer, and um, I think it'll be great. I think you do a really good job with this stuff, and so I can't wait to hear sort of the con- – I think the conversations will be really cool, and the combinations will be really cool. So very excited about this. All right. Well, I can't say it any better than that. So once again, June 22nd, the full episode debut of Hey Coach, It's Blank Podcast with Mike Schaefer brought to you by Podcast House Media. We'll catch you then.